In Judges chapter 6, we read the beginning of the story of Gideon, who is one of the judges raised up by God in the time of the Old Testament. The children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord, and the Lord delivered them into the hand of Midian seven years. After doing this evil, the children of Israel were in bondage to the Midianites, and the Midianites terrorized them. And the hand of Midian prevailed against Israel, and because of the Midianites, the children of Israel made them dens which are in the mountains and caves and strongholds. And so it was, when Israel had sown, that the Midianites came up, and the Amalekites and the children of the east even came up against them. And they encamped against them and destroyed the increase of the earth, till thou come into Gaza, and left no substance for Israel neither sheep, nor ox, nor ass. For they came up with their cattle and with their tents, and they came as grasshoppers for multitude. For both they and their camels were without number, and they entered into the land of the children of Israel to destroy the land. And Israel was greatly impoverished because of the Midianites. And the children of Israel cried unto the Lord. The basic pattern in the Old Testament is the children of Israel disobeyed God, went against the word God had given them, tried to mingle with the nations of men, tried to intermarry with the nations of men, began to be pulled off to even serve and worship the gods of the nations of men. And God would become angry and turn them over to the nations of men to rule over them. As long as they followed God, they overcame everything. But as soon as they turned from something God had told them to do, bad things came upon them and God would raise up an enemy to rule over the Israelites. And they could not overcome the enemy until they cried out to the Lord in their anguish. And then he would raise up a deliverer. So the children of Israel cried unto the Lord because of the Midianites. Verse 8, The Lord sent a prophet to the children of Israel, which said unto them, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, I brought you up from Egypt and brought you forth out of the house of bondage and I delivered you out of the hand of the Egyptians and out of the hand of all who oppressed you and I drove them out from before you and gave you their land and I said unto you, I am the Lord your God. Fear not the gods of the Amorites, in whose land ye dwell. But ye have not obeyed my voice. 
These things are examples for us. We cannot afford to be afraid of the gods of this world. And who are the gods of this world? Well, they're terrified over their wealth. What if this happens? What if that happens? They're terrified over things that surface on the horizon. The increase of prices, the increase of heating oil, the increase of food. What if the food supply shortens? One day at my house when I lived in Lubbock, I heard this from God. If needed, I would cause manna to grow in your backyard. In other words, don't fear these things that the world fears. They make these things God. The fears of this world are their gods, and they go whichever way the wind blows. If a fear comes about heating oil, ooh, then they have to do something about that. If a fear comes about food shortage, ooh, then they have to store up food. But we who are of God do not worship these strange gods that the world worships. Instead, we turn to God and keep our faith in the scriptures which say, God will supply all your need. All we do is that which the Holy Spirit shows us to do. But if we are watching the local news and the national news, many of these fears that the world fears will come upon us. And we have to fight them with the Word of God, which is the opposite from the fear. The fear says you've got to take care of yourself. The Word of God says God will supply all my need. So it is a constant battle between the gods of this world and the God who created the heaven and the earth, that God that we serve. And the battle is in our mind. It's real because the fear of this world, the things that they fear, they can be real. But God makes a way of escape for us, even in the midst of the problem. He overcomes in the problem. And if he has to do it, he could provide manna for us in our backyard. We have to keep our mind focused on God, not on the fears of this world, which are the strange gods. All of the examples in the Old Testament are given so that we can see the problems and the evil and not do the same things they did when they fell into these traps of the Old Testament. In Isaiah 26, we have a promise of God which is valid for us today in the New Testament church. Isaiah 26, verses 3 and 4. Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, 
because he trusteth in thee. Trust ye in the Lord forever, for in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. But sometimes we wander off into the world by turning on our television set and seeing what's happening in the world. And then the fears of the world begin to come upon us. But as long as we keep the scripture in front of us and think on that, we know God provides for us. But we turn sometimes from God and become concerned over that which we see going on in the world because we choose to see what's happening in the world. It's just the flesh pulling us when we do that. And it is fearful. But as long as we focus on God and what he has done in our life and the Word of God, the Holy Bible, and the promises of God, we are delivered from the fears of this world. So there is a battle between our flesh and the spirit. We overcome when we cause ourselves to focus on the promises of God. Look at Second Peter chapter 1. Start at verse 2. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God. The world doesn't know God, but we who belong to God know God, and God lives in us and dwells in us. And we read the Bible and see these promises of God. And we believe the promises of God. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ our Lord, the Word of God, according as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us in the New Testament church exceeding great and precious promises, that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Because we have faith that God will help us, we are able to overcome the problems of this life through God. In the New Testament church, all who are born again are given the Holy Spirit to lead them and guide them. It was not so in the Old Testament. The prophets in the Old Testament were given the Holy Spirit, and the people went to the prophet to try to find out what to do. But that's not the same as it is in the New Testament. For we are all, each one of us, are given the Holy Spirit to teach us all things, to guide us into all truth, to show us the will of God. For the Holy Spirit brings to our mind the things of God to show us the way of God. He reminds us of all scripture 
and shows us the heart of God and what we are to do in the issue at hand. So it's very different from the Old Testament. But the Old Testament examples show us what the people of God put themselves through basically because of disobedience to God. As long as they followed God, they overcame through God. But when they began to mingle with the world, they took on the fears of the world and they could not overcome their enemies. And then after they were being in bondage to the enemies and could not overcome, they began to cry out to God for help and he helped them, often by raising up a judge or a deliverer among them to help them. Back to Judges chapter 6. God is going to raise up a man named Gideon to deliver his people from the Midianites. Judges chapter 6 verse 11. And there came an angel of the Lord and sat under an oak that pertained to Joash and his son Gideon who was threshing wheat by the winepress to hide it from the Midianites because the Midianites kept coming and taking their food away from them. So God sent this angel and the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon and said unto him, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. And Gideon said unto him, O my Lord, if the Lord be with us, why then is all this befallen us? And where be all his miracles, which our fathers told us of, saying, Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the Midianites. Well, God is about to deliver them from the Midianites through Gideon, whom God is raising up. Verse 14, And the Lord looked upon him, upon Gideon, and said, Go in this thy might, and thou shalt save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have not I sent thee? See, this is so much like Moses. God raised up Moses, and he appeared to Moses and said he was going to use Moses to deliver the children of Israel from Pharaoh. Moses said, who am I to go to Pharaoh? How can I do this? Well, God's doing the same thing with Gideon. And Gideon is saying, how can I do this? Verse 15, And Gideon said unto him, O my Lord, wherewith shall I save Israel? Behold, my family is poor, and I am the least in my father's house. And the Lord said unto him, Surely I will be with thee, and thou shalt smite the Midianites as one man. The only thing that matters to us is this. Is God leading us? Is it God who told us to do this thing? And if God be for us, 
who can be against us, says Paul. Romans chapter 8. That's all that matters in life. Did God tell me to do this thing? And if so, we just go forward. In December 2018, I fell at my house in Lubbock. As the ambulance workers rolled me past the front door of my house, I heard these words. You'll never see this house again. It didn't trouble me at all, for I knew God was changing my life and had another plan for me. They took me to the hospital where I was awaiting surgery on a broken hip. As I was in the hospital, I put the house up for sale. One of our church members said to me, I don't see how you can do this. I said, well, I've heard from God. What I heard from God is you'll never see this house again. Therefore, I put the house up for sale. See, I had faith in the fact that I believed that I'd heard from God, that that word was from God, and therefore I did accordingly. Faith always has action involved with it. If you believe you've heard from God, you act accordingly. So we see in Judges chapter 6, God raising up a deliverer whereby they would overcome the Midianites. It's always that way. We have a problem in this life. We cry out to God for help. He shows us what to do. It's the same thing over and over and the same example. In times of need, the children of Israel cried out to God and God helped them. And we're the same today. And it may look like the situation's impossible. And it would be impossible for us. But nothing is impossible for God. Thank you for allowing me to speak this to you today.